Welcome to the Holy Soup Podcast, where the church's status quo and sacred cows get rounded up, simmered down, and dished out. And now, here's your chief cook, author, innovator, filmmaker, and founder of group publishing, Tom Schultz. Thanks for joining us on Holy Soup. We've got something special for you today. We have a new book called Eyewitness, the Visual Bible Experience. It's designed to help you experience the essence of Scripture, to see, to see the Bible not as an intimidating textbook, but as a message of love from God. The Bible stories in Eyewitness are told from a first-person perspective. So today, I'm going to share some excerpts from the Exodus account of Moses, as told by Moses. Here we go. I'm not who you think I am. Never have been, to tell you the truth. People think of me as a hero of the faith, God's chosen champion. If only you knew me back then. My identity has been in question since my first breath. I was born into a family of slaves, Hebrew slaves, poor, miserable, and forgotten. They call themselves a people of promise, but in truth, they were a people of suffering. But not me. When Pharaoh decided to kill all the Hebrew baby boys, my mother resisted. In order to save me, she abandoned me. She hid me in a basket along the bank of the Nile, and it was there, crying and alone among the reeds in the river, where Pharaoh's daughter found me. From that moment on, I became someone else, the adopted son of a princess. My life was a dream, sheltered within the lavish halls of the king of Egypt, and undeserved. I didn't belong there, but did I belong anywhere? I grew up unaware of who I really was, who I was meant to become, oblivious of God's plans for my life. Now we'll move ahead to an encounter Moses had in the wilderness. There's not much to see out in the hills around Mount Sinai, rocks and dirt, more or less, during the dry spells, I took my father-in-law's sheep deeper into the wilderness to find them water and food. One day, I ventured even farther than usual, and that's when I saw it. There, among the bare sand and stones, a bush was on fire, which out in the middle of nowhere was, well, was odd. But as I walked closer, I noticed the shrub wasn't burning up. No smoke, no ashes, no charred leaves, just a blazing flame. Huh, I mumbled, feeling the heat of the fire across my face. How is that even possible? Then a voice called out from the flames. Moses. I looked around, but no one was there except me, my sheep, and the fiery bush. I'm I'm right here, I stuttered. Stay where you are, the voice commanded. You're standing in a sacred place. Only your bare feet should touch it. Who are you, I whispered. 
kicking off my sandals as fast as I could. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, answered the voice, a voice that was more than just mere sound, a voice that flooded through my skin and bones, a voice I could feel echoing through the very depths of my soul. I'd never been so afraid in my life. I covered my eyes and stood melted to the spot, feeling waves of heat radiating from the flickering flames. It's time to save my people from their slavery in Egypt. They've suffered for far too long and need to return to the home I promised them. Then God said something I wasn't prepared for. I want you to help me rescue them. <laughs> me? I, I choked. My mind whirled, but, but, but I'm not that kind of person. I know exactly what kind of person you are, God said, and you are the one I want, and I want you to lead them back to this very spot so you can worship me together, God said. And now we move ahead to a moment when Moses argued with God. God, what's wrong with you, I spat. You said you'd free your people, but you haven't, and now it's worse. I said it before and I'll say it again, I am not the right one for this job. Don't worry, Yahweh reassured me. I could almost hear God's cracking his knuckles. Just watch. Then God unleashed nine horrors upon the people of Egypt, one after another, each calamity, rivers of flood, infinite pests, agonizing disease, and devastating weather was worse than the last. Still, Pharaoh felt nothing and did nothing. He refused to give us our freedom. But I began to feel something. I saw that nothing could stop God from freeing his people. Not Pharaoh, not Pharaoh's army, and certainly not me. God was igniting the world around me with his unstoppable power. Spark by spark, I was becoming the on-fire hero God wanted me to be. By the time God's tenth and final horror, death of all the firstborn sons, dropped its sword across Egypt, Pharaoh had had enough. His own son's passing was more than he could bear. Get out, the king moaned, defeated. After hundreds of years of captivity, the Hebrews, we Hebrews, packed in the middle of the night and marched off toward our homeland. And now we skip to the end of this account after Moses leads his people through the parting of the Red Sea. Again and again, God proved his love for us. God set us free. God crushed those who meant harm to us. God gave us food and water when nothing else but bare rock surrounded us. And God gave us instructions for how to live the ultimate life. And through it all, I became a different person. So who am I really? A slave or a prince? A killer? 
or a savior, a herder of sheep or the leader of a nation. I suppose I am all and none of those things. The roles I played in life don't truly define me. Something else, or rather someone else, does. I'm not who you think I am. I am who God thinks I am. And that's the first person account from Moses in the new book, Eyewitness, The Visual Experience. You can find more about this project, which includes artistry, new, original, fresh illustrations from 16 artists from around the world. And you can see more at experienceeyewitness.com, experienceeyewitness.com. And thanks for joining us on this episode of the Holy Soup Podcast. 